Did you know that those cute little hummingbirds, some of them weigh less than a penny? Isn't that amazing? They're so cute! I don't know if you have them in your neighborhood, but I have them in my neighborhood, and I love them so much. I want to catch one and eat it! I'm just kidding. I don't want to eat it. I would never eat a hummingbird, okay? I wouldn't eat hummingbird kebabs. I would never do that. They're a precious little beautiful little creature, and mm, I just want to kiss it. I'm weird, guys. Of course. And I'm the perfect host for Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, recording live from Los Angeles. I am a comedian, and I am insane. And today is Wednesday, the 13th of September, and I'm going to share with you some very weird stuff. I hope you're ready. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> Paranormal investigators find the ghost of a racist dog. Well, at least that's what they think. <laughs> you're asking, how could a dog be racist? Well, it's not that the dog is racist, but the dog's name is racist because the dog was named the N-word. Not, I'm not going to say it. It was named the N-word. So fill in the blank here. And look, I <laughs> I take these things with a grain of salt, but they are weird and funny. This one in particular, I just think is <laughs> finding the ghost of a racist dog. So an England-based ghost hunting team called the Paranormal Lynx believe they have been in contact with the spirit of a legendary Labrador. The Paranormal Group recently spent two evenings investigating the Royal Air Force Base in Scampton, England, after rumors that a ghostly dog was messing with the staff. The phantom pooch was even spotted in photographs taken at the base since the 80s, apparently. Canine in question they believe belonged to Wing Commander Guy Gibson and served as the mascot of the 617 Squadron until he was hit by a car the day before the squadron's famous dam-busting raid on May 17, 1943. So the dog died in 1933. It was buried on the grounds of the base. Apparently it has showed up in various photos over time. And then, of course, this paranormal team comes in with all their equipment, and they claim that they recorded what they call a dog-sized cold spot on the wall of Gibson's old office, as well as phantom growls in their EVP recordings and strange equipment readings. So those little recordings that the ghost hunters always take, and they're like, listen to this, man, and it's just like... And then one of the guys goes, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's singing Sweet Caroline. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is that what you hear? <laughs> Apparently... Their EVP readings on the base uh, picked up some sort of dog growls, some ghost dog growls. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Well, anyways, regardless, the team is convinced that they've located the ghost of Gibson as well as his dog. But to be sure, they're planning an investigation to his favorite pub in hopes that he may show up there. For more on the world's most unfortunately named dog, I will post a link to this dog's Wikipedia page. This racist dog has a Wikipedia page, and I just came across it, so... Perhaps its ghost is there. Maybe it's not. Regardless, it has a Wikipedia page. So it's a famous dog and you can check it out. Guys, please favorite my show and give me a little clap-a-doo-ding-dong. I love them. For those fans of my show, Weird AF News, and listeners that are sort of long time, long time being like two months, <laughs> you may remember a story I did a couple months ago about a haunted, possessed doll selling on eBay. Yeah, some doll that's, like, they say similar to the Annabelle doll, except for this doll is known as Samantha. Now, it was owned by a couple, and it apparently was terrorizing the family. It would set off the fire alarm in the family's home. It would remove its own necklace. Apparently, the doll even attacked the husband in his sleep, leaving all sorts of scratches on him. And so the wife finally posted it on eBay to get rid of it. Now, you would think that she would just, you know, flush this doll down the toilet to save, you know, save somebody some grief. But no, they were intent on selling it on eBay, and they got $1,100 for the doll. 
Uh, it was purchased by a paranormal investigator living in the UK. His name is Lee Steer, and he lives in Rotterdam. And it wasn't long after the arrival of the doll, Samantha, that she was up to her old ways again, terrorizing Mr. Steer. Uh, Lee told the media that his father was downstairs while the doll was still packaged up, and he heard a noise coming from the box. He described it as a tapping noise. Lee's father, Paul, has since been the victim of alleged attacks from the doll, leaving marks on his skin. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just cannot believe this stuff. Now, the doll's previous owners have been on a TV show. Um, so, I mean, they're out there saying that this legitimately is happening, and now you have a paranormal investigator saying that it's happening. I always doubt the paranormal investigators, though, because I feel like they're looking for that, and they just want to, like, believe... They want to believe that it's happening, and so they sort of bend the reality to fit their predisposed ideas of what they want to happen, you know what I mean? Kind of like Scientologists. <laughs> so, hey, you know what might happen? This uh, paranormal investigator may have to, um, although he probably is attached to the doll because he likes stuff like that, obviously being an investigator of that sort of thing. But if it's attacking his father, what is he going to do? Kick the father out and keep the doll? No, he's going to have to sell the doll on eBay. And now you guys have a chance to experience Samantha in her full force, her full paranormal force in your own home. And if you have a husband or a father in the building, maybe uh, maybe you can witness that person being terrified. You know what? If you want to get rid of your husband, you go get this doll. It's easy. A thousand bucks, get rid of your husband. <laughs> it's cheaper than a lawyer. <laughs> Guys, this is Jonesy with Weird AF News, only on Anchor. Police officers were hit by flying butter knives in a booby-trapped home. That doesn't sound very deadly. I mean, if you're going to booby trap your home, why would you just use butter knives? An actual warm stick of butter was the one breaking into your home, then yeah, that would be effective. <laughs> but last I heard, butter doesn't break into homes. <laughs> so police officer responding to assistance at a vacant apartment Monday morning in southwestern Ontario City was hit by three flying butter knives believed to have been set as a booby trap. This is such a weird story. I mean, it's if if this happened to me as a police officer, I wouldn't even admit it. <laughs> I would be like, okay, this this can be a secret. So the police officer was called by a landlord to an apartment. The landlord believed that an evicted tenant was trespassing and wanted police help. When the police officer arrived, the landlord unlocked the door, but it wouldn't open. Somehow the police officer forces the door open, but as he does, these three knives come flying at him. Apparently, they were released with some velocity, and they did hit the officer with quite a bit of force. But being that they're butter knives, they didn't pierce the skin. <laughs> I mean, you might as well shoot spoons at someone. This is ridiculous. What are you going to set a booby trap with bananas fall on someone? I mean, oh, take that. The officer was struck in the hand and in the chest, but I think he'll be okay. The officer claims, we're trained. When we open doors, we back out. We're ready for what's on the other side of that door. That's why the knife didn't hit me in the face. When it happened... It was a good reminder for all of us to always be aware and never get complacent. Well, thank you, officer. You're so brave. I remember being a kid and I would try and set booby traps. Yeah, I would like do that old, uh, you know, bucket of water over the door. You know, you put like a thing of water and you keep the door open just a little bit. So it's like sort of like uh, resting on the door. So when someone opens it, the bucket just falls on them. What would happen was, unfortunately, um, the bucket wouldn't tip over and water would land on them the bucket itself would hit them in the head usually and it kind of hurt because there's water in it so it had some weight to it so <laughs> instead of like getting my cousins wet i would just conk them in the head with a heavy bucket <laughs> like that's not the booby trap i intended i was like i swear to god i meant for it to be way funnier than this guys weird stories you know weird stories
This is Jonesy, Weird AF News.